Gorgeous. Hi, I'm Mimi. And you are listening to Queerified. Gigi, quick question. Who are your favorite songwriters? Hmm, good one, you little bitch. I would have to say Barry Mann, Cynthia Weil, and hmm, Joni Mitchell. Ooh, I love You've Got a Friend, and Both Sides Now is literally my favorite song of all time. Oh my god, I was kidding. I had no idea who those people were. I just Googled really fast. Oh my god, I fucking hate you. Today on Queerified, we have a songwriter who is no stranger to the number one on Billboard Top Charts. But before we get started, please do not forget to call us at 1-844-QUERIES. That's Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Call and ask us absolutely anything. We love answering your questions live right on the podcast. Also, please don't forget to leave us five stars in a review. Like Mikey Majesty, they wrote... Loves it. Mikey, we appreciate the five stars and the nice review so much. And if you leave a review, maybe we'll read yours right here on the next episode. Wait, I think I see her. She's coming on a dark horse. No, wait, I'm pretty sure she's levitating here. Swish, swish, bish. Are you ready for, ready for? Oh my God, you're so embarrassing. Here she is, Sarah Hudson. All right, we are back with Sarah Hudson. What's up, girl? Hi. The Thanks Sarah for Hudson. having me. The Sarah Hudson, <laughs> yes. How is your So during yes, how have you been? How's the pandemic? Everything? Give us the lowdown. Uh-huh. I'm good. I'm good. I'm coming out of, you know, December was a little freaky. I had COVID. Oh, same. oh you know it's funny. And I have COVID right now. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. Oh, cheers to God. that. And so does um, well, Lauren, look- our producer. Cheers, bitch. Cheers. Uh, uh, <laughs> we all this is a COVID wow. party. Positive is the new negative. I truly believe that. And every it used to be, oh my, oh my God. God, you got COVID. <laughs> Big T. Now it's like, oh, Big you got T. COVID. Finally. Like, yeah, you finally. know, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> it really and, is. And now it's like the kind of like asymptomatic COVID. Like, yeah. what, have you had any Which symptoms? Is Crazy. Um, when I had it, I was like achy. And mm. then I was like, something is bizarre here. Headachey. Besides that, like a little chesty, but I've really like killed it it's just work how did you kill it just by you know my mental game really Mm -hmm. was I went up and down emotionally during my experience but Mm -hmm. like I ended up just being like I'm grateful I'm healing I'm you know I'm healthy Yes, yes. Mind yes, over yes. matter. Exactly. We actually weirdly talk a lot about that on this podcast, <laughs> not in relation to like viruses and sickness yeah. and stuff, but it is so true. I feel like you literally can turn anything around with your mind. It's you really stronger can. than you think. Yes. Mark, how are you feeling right now oh, during COVID? There, my COVID is very mild. I have a scratchy throat. That's it. My boyfriend uh, is like, hit, got hit really hard. But for me, I'm, oh wow. I'm very fine. Um, you look you look gorgeous. You do. You look great. <laughs> I would have never known you were with Cove. With Cove, yes. I'm carrying the Cove. But <laughs> it's it's fine. It's cute for me. Thank God. I'm very blessed. Um, it's cute for me. I love that. <laughs> it's yes. yeah, I'm very blessed. Like, you know, a lot of people have had it really hard the last two years. Yes. All of us mm-hmm. had mild symptoms. We're very lucky. So that's cute. Yeah. So on the podcast here, this <laughs> is a safe space for everybody in the community, but also like fierce allies. Mm-hmm. And I noticed today on your Instagram, it says iconic hag. Cool. <laughs> so are you a part of the community? What are your pronouns? What do you identify as? Well, I identify as a gay man trapped inside a female. You're trans. Anatomy. How did I know you were going to say that? Um, I really, truly identify mm-hmm. as that. Like people, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really take me seriously, but it's just how I feel. Um, but yeah, I just gay men my entire life since I was like a little kid Mm -hmm. my mom was a dancer so just gays 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 all the time and i just they're my biggest icons so yeah that makes a lot of sense i am an iconic hag i can see that sometimes i'm like oh you're a gay man like you are a gay man like all my life i've seen that in people so yes it totally makes sense it's a certain 
it's a certain essence, you know? Mm. Totally. And it's also taking back, which fag hag now is like kind of derogatory. People right. don't like saying it. So right. it's almost like taking that power back. Like yes. I'm an iconic hag. Exactly. Like making it your own, which I fucking love. And I feel like we'll get into wordplay later in the podcast. Mm. But I wanted to. Oh, my God. She's showing me a, you know, a tattoo on her wrist. A hag. It says hag. I'm a proud Work. Hag. I love that. I fucking love it. And my nails, do, don't look at my nails because okay. these are my COVID nails. They're usually That's claws. Fair. They're usually so long, but I just, you know, I had to sacrifice. It's a side effect of COVID. It's a break. It's a side effect. Mm-hmm. It was one of my, my symptoms. No nails. <laughs> <laughs> no nails. So other than your mom always being around the gays and stuff, what was your first like almost like adult experience into the gay world the community whether it be gay clubs or your first gay friend like well my godfather who is was he passed away but he was just iconically gay Amazing. um he he was Cher's manager oh my which god is just even more iconic iconic and, as fuck and olivia newton john and um fucking joan rivers like he was just the the, 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 the. wow so, uh, he was my first sort of experience of the fierceness of a gay man mm-hmm. and then it's just i mean i could go on forever like mm-hmm. my my best friend in second grade like yeah he you know he wasn't like i'm gay but we were we were playing fairies in the bushes Mm -hmm. and we were like best friends and i was putting makeup on him and you know and then it just evolved into high school with my fake id going to rage and mickey's and all the gay clubs i'm like 14 years old with like my you know my ponytail and my high heels from what's that store on hollywood pleaser no, that store, um, Playmates. Playmates. That was yes. like my favorite store <laughs> in high school. I grew up in very fast. Yeah, in I land fucking in Los love Angeles. That. Did you ever have but any yeah. queer inclinations at all? I mean, if you're a gay man, you're into men, but have you ever been, you know, into anything else? Well, I had it. I mean, I'm definitely into men. Mm-hmm. Like, that is my, <laughs> you know, like uh, beyond. But I did have a girlfriend. I didn't know that. Yeah, once when I was, I think I was like 19 for like three months. Okay, that's heavy. That's a long time. She <laughs> she worked at Fred Siegel. Of course. And I, I went in there and she was like, remember um, Gia? Remember Angelina when she played Gia? Yeah, the iconic mm-hmm. supermodel, yes. She was like reminding me of Gia, like those vibes. And I was Just like, giving off like this swaggy blood like, energy. Yeah, like <laughs> sexy, I love that energy. Like sexy, dark, you know. Yeah. And Effortless. I, Enigmatic. And she, we had... Yeah, and we had like a thing, and then she's like, oh, I'm having a party, and then I went to her, the party, and then I ended up staying the night with her, and then we just ended up having this bizarre like romance for three months. And what? then I was wow. like, Ooh. Maybe it's not for me. Yeah, I'm like, wait. Where's... You know what's funny? I think that happens a lot with girls the first mm-hmm. time that they hook up with other girls. It's really fast. It's really hard. And that's why I feel like the lesbians, like lesbians in general, have the stereotype of like being like a mm-hmm. U-Haul lesbian. Like the second oh. you start dating, it's like the second date you bring a U-Haul because you're basically moving in together. I really, you know, I have seen that happen in my life with some lesbians. I mean, God bless. God bless. God bless. It's a way of life. It's crazy to me. Like, do you know what the craziest thing about lesbians is that I'm always shocked about when I hear how long they have sex for? It's hours. (laughs) Hours. You're used to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, like maybe again in like 30 minutes, but apparently it's... Like four exactly. hours with lesbians. It's I know where that I know where that thought comes from, Mimi, <laughs> and we will save that for another podcast. <laughs> we can't say another podcast. You, I want to ask you, Sarah. So, being around gay boys and stuff like that, being kind of like attracted to them in like a, a mind kind of way. I mean, in all kinds of ways. Seriously. Oh, hello. You know, <laughs> did you ever feel like maybe this might be crazy to say, but like that you were ever maybe like a boy? Did you ever feel like that? Because it's the exact opposite for me. Like I was always playing with the girls when I was, you know, my previous gender. And I just thought to myself, maybe I'm a girl. Was it the opposite for you? I, you know, I I always loved being a girl and just I felt always like very feminine and 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 loved being a girl. But I do think I really have have like a strong masculine energy. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I just I always honored that. And I always was just like, 
I had this like masculine energy that helped me in my life, like accomplish things and just fucking go, 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 you know, but I never no. I always was like, I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love the balance. I think that that's really important. I feel like everybody in life should have a good mm-hmm. masculine energy built Absolutely. into them. Absolutely. Because as we all know, oh, it's yeah, a man's yeah. world and you have to play the little game. For that now. Is tea. For now. For now. <laughs> well, it's a woman's, according to Cher, it's a woman's world too. I mean, bitch, you know in, my, I mean? in my life it is, but the, <laughs> the other world. I mean, I just, I love men. I love just that energy and I always sort of have connected mm-hmm. with men. I and, I mean, gay men, obviously. Men but. are hot. I don't like men. I don't love Ooh, men. I, I don't need men, but like, <laughs> it's a very complicated men, relationship, really. <laughs> I mean, they're complicated, you know, but men definitely are hot. They like, are hot. You gotta they just are give hot. it to them for that. Unfortunately. Yeah. Give it where it's due. <laughs> so I want to get into a little bit of your songwriting. Okay. Mimi is extremely musically inclined. Cool. So I'll I'll take I mean, are you kidding me? She's like Broadway number one fan of life. And I feel like what you do is just so, so unique. Like a lot of people can't say that they are successful songwriters, right? I mean, it's hard just to write a song. Like to create something that is like musical and also lyrical. How did you get into songwriting? Well, I come from a musical family. Mm-hmm. My my father is a songwriter producer, wow. so I've always been around music. I've always, you know, naturally been a singer, been singing since I was little and making up my own little songs and, you know, singing with my dad, writing little songs with him when I was wow. little and writing poetry. Like I started writing poetry really young um, and I wanted to be, you know, I really want to be a pop star. That was my thing. I mean, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be Madonna. That's what I'm going to do, you know. And uh, I I got a record deal I, and then I made a record and then I got dropped and then I was in a band and we toured for like six years just like in our car. We were, you know, dead broke just doing it for like music. For I never of thought of... I never thought of myself as like a songwriter only. I was right. always Got an it. artist, mm-hmm. a performer, you know, and that was my dream. And then literally it just like, I don't know, it just happened. When my band broke up, I was like, well, I I write songs, you know, and mm-hmm. I started working with other artists just writing for them just because I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? And then it just kind of fell into my lap, really, and and started really happening. How do you write your songs? Like, what is the like structure like for you? Does it? Do you hear the music in your head? Do you write the lyrics first and then find the music? It's really different every single okay. time. I mean, I'm constantly just inspired, you know, by by movies or words or pictures, or I'll write down ideas when I come across something that inspires me. But but it just is different every time. I mean, a melody will come to me or a concept or, and a lot of times it depends on the artist I'm working with. Cause it's like, I have to step into their world mm. and be, and you know, what inspires them? How can I be inspired by that as well? Or how can I add to their world? You know? So it, it just is different every time. I mean, I've started all kinds of ways like on piano and then a, a melody or a lyric. And then I go to, make melodies to a lyric you know it's just every single time is different yeah that makes that makes sense to me I feel like everything like I think you have to go in with a a blank slate like I completely like collaborating with Mm -hmm. someone you almost need to be like a mirror for them that's how that yes that's how I see it yeah I want to ask about so when you were on this road to being a pop star you had the record deal everything I know Hollywood is so savage with the music industry something I know nothing about but I know it's fucking crazy Were you, did you feel like when you kind of left that part of your life behind and you said, what am I going to do with my life? I'm going to write music. Did you feel like that was kind of selling yourself short at the beginning? Like, like talk about that. Cause I feel like a lot of people Mm -hmm. have many avenues in this industry. And a lot of the time, if one thing doesn't work out, they're truly, they're true. They're crushed and rightfully so. But I mean, you're a success story. I mean, you took your your skill and you said, I can write songs. What am I going to do with my life? And like, look at you now. Like we, right. the list goes on and mm-hmm. on of her resume. I, you know, that's a good question because I, I really feel like performing is such a passion of mine. I mm-hmm. love to perform. Um, I really feel like 
myself when I'm on stage and I'm performing and I, and I can, you know, express that part of myself, but it was, I had been doing it for so long and I was so exhausted of just like, fuck, like I need to just like switch gears. And I really, and I started working with this artist for us and and I really saw another side of myself as almost like a muse. And I, and I was like, I have to accept that I'm also a muse for people, for mm-hmm. artists, for, for creative people. And I can offer them something to fulfill their dreams mm-hmm. and to fulfill, you know, their destiny. And maybe that is part of my destiny and I'm okay with that. Like I kind of made peace with it, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. And I also kind of realized like, I mean, I'm, you know, kind of have my shit together now, but like if I was a fucking pop star when I was like 22 or whenever I wanted to be, <laughs> I'd, I'd honestly probably be dead. Oh my God. Right now. I'm not even kidding. Like I was along with the rest of them. I, I can was imagine. A mess, right. You know? So I'm like, I don't know if it was, is my destiny. Well, I don't, it's not. How long was the process for you? So when you stopped, when you started writing songs, how long did it take for you to get your number one hit? Or like, you know, your big breakthrough? Well, I was writing for maybe like three or four years Mm -hmm. and um, just kind of figuring out, you know, how to write for other people and I was just I was working with Faraz I was writing with other artists I was kind of just getting into that world and then I'd say like three or four years into that uh I wrote with Katie Perry Mm -hmm. and we wrote we wrote Dark Horse the first time we wrote together love that song and up that was the first time you wrote together yeah and that was like the first sit down you sat down, wrote Dark Horse, and then walked away. You're like, we have a song? <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually. Was there a beat? Like, yeah, what how did was, that come you, along? Because I want to know, also, I, I think that you have, you must have this hit factor in your head, right? Like, this is this sounds really good. This is going to be fierce. I mean, I've always been obsessed with pop music. Like, mm-hmm. pop music is my passion, always. Like, you know, growing up, Madonna, Prince, like, Paul Abdul. Like, I've just, I've always been obsessed with pop music. So, so yeah, I kind of have had an inclination of what makes a hit chorus what makes a big pop hook like it's just kind of been my obsession oh that's like getting me excited I feel like I just felt a little something in my throat I love pop music as well I love it I love it obsessed like I just think I mean dark chorus I hear it now but I can imagine it from like it's like it's birth stage Mm -hmm. yeah it's so crazy I feel like that was fate you meeting with her and writing that thousand percent I mean so I met her I met Katie years ago when I was in a band we played actually some shows together together so we knew each other and then when I started working with Faraz she heard some of the stuff me and Faraz were doing and was like oh this is pretty cool and I was living in my studio filing for bankruptcy no shower no fucking kitchen I mean I was like Subway sandwich sandwich for like three days like splitting you know I was like I was dead 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 broke just like what the fuck am I doing but I would never quit Ever. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, something is happening mm-hmm. for me, you know? So anyway, so it was really, you know, hideous times. Um, but I just kept fucking trudging along. And one night I was at a club and Katie texts me and she's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, uh, I'm going to this party. <laughs> and Trying to fill my social calendar somehow. <laughs> it was actually Marcus's birthday. And I was like, oh, I'm oh going to God. Marcus's party. Yes. She's like, well, do you want to come? Instead of doing that, do you want to come to Santa Barbara and write with me, Dr. Luke, Max Martin, and this Circuit? Was, this was out of the blue. <laughs> out of the blue. And these names are humongous. You probably Huge. were like, fuck yes. Do you want my I, right arm as well? I was like shaking. I was like, uh, yeah, I'll be there. Just let me know what time, you know? So the next day, I you're just, like, will there be food there? Yeah. I'm like, can I get a steak as well? Or? Oh, I love that. She actually, she actually gives me shit to this day because uh, one time when I was working with her, I ordered like steak and lobster, like the <laughs> surf, surf and turf, turf whatever. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, of course you would order the surf and turf when I'm like paying for dinner. Right, like, it's classic on someone <laughs> else's anyway, dime. I'm like, honey, to this day, I'll take a free meal. You know what of I mean? Are you kidding? Um, Anyway, so I drove up the next day and, and I I went in and there was the beat, you know, beat the beat was playing. And then me and her just went in the other room and like, you know, I'm 
intuitchy energy worlds. Mm-hmm. So I brought my crystals and my cards and my, you know, whole thing. And I, and I don't know, just we started talking about like the power of a woman and crystal balls and magic and Aphrodite and like this whole sort of magical song just came out of wow. us. Literally, literally the whole session was like four hours. That's it? And she's like, yeah. And Is she's, that a lot? Four hours? No. Okay, it's quick. That's, That's like quick. very quick. Yeah. I've heard like hit songs can be written in like, or have been written in like 20 minutes kind of vibe. I mean- That's unheard of. Not, I mean some, I'm sure, but you know, either quick or some are like days and mm-hmm. days, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, and then she's like, you know, do you want to stay the night? And I'm like, nah, I'm going to go home. I drove <laughs> home and I, I just remember thinking like, cool, that'd be cool yeah. if I get a song on her album. And then literally like four or five months later, it was just on its own, literally like a dark horse. Wow. I feel like that must feel like winning the lottery, getting a little piece of project that means so much. Making it so the world hears it, making it on an album. Because I've heard, you know, artists have hundreds of songs that they can choose from. And mm-hmm. yeah. the label really gets the say, right? So, And her. I mean, she's, you know, definitely her own A&R person. She, she picks her the songs that she loves mm-hmm. we wrote we also wrote black widow a couple mm-hmm. months later wow. love that song and, and that like came out and then iggy azalea and rita ora did it and that came out like just a few months after dark horse so it was like a double oh, wow. whammy mm-hmm. like you're, what the fuck is you shit is paying off i fucking reversed <laughs> i reversed that bankruptcy like faster yes. than, oh my God. than i could <laughs> so imagine. you're really like a professional lottery winner at this point in Literally, your life i was just like i feel like that's very relatable lottery though winner. Exactly. Yes, right. Yes. Never giving up, persevering. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's really relatable for a lot of people listening out there. If they're not in the industry, mm-hmm. it's like there are really high highs and there are really low yeah, lows. You like really just got to ride the wave. Like you saw where Sarah just said that she was at and look where she just got to. It's like you never know. And it's never too late to stop trying. Mm-mm. But let me tell you, like the thing that really switched shit around for me mentally was I got this book. But this is before Katie uh, had texted me. I got this book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. And I was constantly like every day I was like so, you know, like, why isn't this happening for me? I work so hard. You were a a why me girl. I was a why me, Mm -hmm. like a hot mess. And I got this book and I fucking did it to the T. And it's all about gratitude. And every single day. Say the book name again. It's called The The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. Okay. And, and is it almost like a the secret like to yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. It's the same author as the secret. Oh, okay. And literally every day I did it religiously, and my whole vibration changed, and like wow. everything changed. And I swear to God, just like the universe opened up, mm-hmm. and and then I got the text from Katie, and then other opportunities. Like right. it really was when that when I switched my energy is when shit really started happening you know mark have you read the secret or any book no, like that I that's haven't. changed no self-help books are not my thing um my boyfriend actually wrote a self-help book and i still have not read it oh but- my god <laughs> what's it called i probably read it because oh my god like you are my putting me on the spot where is that book we, we can say it mark <laughs> if you don't want to say his name or anything you don't have no, to we but can say it, but where i'm curious is too it? i don't know this book the book is called <laughs> the courage to be brilliant and you can find okay. it anywhere um it's a hard read for me. I'm sorry, but um. that's okay. Because <laughs> well, you're already brilliant. Oh, so. thank you yes. so much. So, what's one thing from that book that people can take away? Maybe the biggest takeaway for you, people who can't can't get the book, whatever. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's 30 days of gratitude. So, oh, I the love book, that. The book is like different things to you're grateful for so like the first day is like you know what in your life and then the next day is like it's all about food you know I'm grateful for the pig that my bacon came from or like the (laughs) farmer that you know raised the pig like you just go down the line of of everything you're grateful for so if you can't get the book or just you know want to do a practice literally 30 days 10 things you're grateful for every single day and why and just really taking a moment with each one, it just, it changes your energy. I love oh, that. I love I'm doing that. that. We're doing that. I think Literally. I am too. I feel like it's, it opens your brains to think, mm-hmm. your brain to think things you don't necessarily think about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love that. And also, what do they say? 20 days makes a habit if you do something 20 days in a row. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. we're doing it for that. 30 starting yes. today. I mean, we already kind of have strong-willed minds where, I mean, we can call it a strong-willed mind, but some people may call it a disassociation. But it's something Trust. we're very good at. Compartmentalizing, <laughs> or, yeah. Hi. Or delusion. Or delusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My hand is high in the sky if you can't see all of the above. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the witchiness you said earlier and going into a a brainstorming session a writing session, whatever it may be. I know it must be nerve wracking and you're bringing your shit. Mm. They have their Mm -hmm. shit, but you guys are both there for the the same reason. Like, how do you, I guess, cleanse and explain the significance of crystals and what what's important to you you mean like before I go into a session kind of thing yeah, or? or just in general like your because I know so mm-hmm. I see a lot like online you are like a light worker mm-hmm. that is literally like the term anybody mm-hmm. listening Sarah Hudson the light worker one ah. of one of many one of many yes. but what does that mean to you like let the yeah, listener in on that because I don't know what a light worker is well, to me, a light worker is somebody that, you know, I hold my own light and I, I do the work on myself to, you know, as much as possible to be in a space where I can, by being myself and being authentically who I am, I, I would hope that it inspires others to be authentically it absolutely who does. they mm-hmm. are. It absolutely For does. For sure. Um, and, you know, that is a light worker to me and just spreading light and love and, you know, authenticity and you know helping people just be their best selves you know no that's what I strive Um, for I love that I didn't know that's what it was maybe I'm a light worker yeah (laughs) you are a light worker well I mean you are by doing what you're doing right now you know Mm -hmm. in a world of negativity we could use some more light workers we really could honey so when were you like introduced to crystals and um, is it is okay? So is witch derogatory, like witchery or witchy stuff? It's like, kind is that of, bad. I mean, I'd ha- sometimes it has negative connotations, mm-hmm. you know. But to me, a witch is a woman is a powerful woman, a powerful even a powerful man. Like just a, it's a powerful. It's owning your power, okay, and manifesting your reality and creating your reality. And you know, I think witch has negative connotations just because of burn the know, witch history and burn the witch and whatever. But the truth is, you know. They, those women they were just women mm-hmm. making you know making their own saging. path in life yeah and and healing they mm-hmm. were healers so so yeah I mean do I say am I a witch I don't really like use that term but but I I mean I think it's a positive thing now, yeah kind of cute to be like witchy like yeah. <laughs> one time one time I met this girl she was um she practiced Wicca yeah and I think it is truly all in the way that you say it. Like yes. I said to her, like we were at we were at the bar getting a drink and she was like, that guy over there is just giving me the wrong vibe. He's looking over here. And I was like, why don't you get one of your spells? And I, oh like, my God, I made the motion. Like I was, I was mixing the cauldron and she's been known to snap at people, oh. but she laughed. And right, I was like, right. cause I didn't mean harm, but I was kidding. Like yeah. it was playful. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, I mean, there's dark, magic mm-hmm. and Ooh, that scares the shit out of me and there's light and there's light magic yeah we stay away from the dark please mm-hmm. forever stay away. i don't need any or sometimes on just a little no. bit of dark magic just a little oh, bit <laughs> no, she's like girl. i got that too <laughs> <laughs> so sarah you brought some cards with you and i would love I to do a live reading, reading or, okay, let's do or it. whatever yeah and explain what you brought well these are i mean i read tarot but these okay. aren't tarot cards these are oracle cards so basically never done Okay. What we're going to do is we pick one. These are animals. So like spirit guide animals. Okay. So we pick one and it has a little message and it's basically just like your spirit guide. Telling you. Okay. Speaking here, I can you. hold your mic and hold it too if you want to shuffle. Okay. okay. So she's shuffling the cards she's shuffling right now. The cards. The cards. Um, she's not mm-hmm. looking. I'm not looking. Mm-hmm. Shuffling. So yeah, tarot is more sort of like intricate and takes mm-hmm. longer and it's like, you know, we'll do that next time. But this is a little, I think we, a light message. I think we did that with Johnny while he was here. Johnny's actually in the room right now. Johnny, what cards did we do? Oh, so it was Oracle still, not tarot. Okay. Remember we Got were it. doing okay. it and we were scared. We were like, oh my God, I'm scared. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're being stupid. We're just being little girls about uh-huh. it. So Gigi, you're going to pick. What am I thinking of? Yes, we're just calling in your spirit guides and angels. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to focus on a message that you need. Clarity, anything you need to know here right now. And you'll put your hands over the cards and whichever one just like. Gigi's putting her hands over the cards. Whatever you feel the energy in, that's your message. I think this is the card that I want. Then that's it. Okay, then that's it. Okay, that's it. Oh my God, Say bitch. it. What is that? <laughs> I got a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's amazing. And what does the walrus say to you? Okay, the walrus says, it's a really pretty card. I will I will give it that. Okay. Walrus. Are they? Okay. I'm about to be enlightened. Okay. So my card is the walrus. It says, remain vigilant about the current situation. Pay attention to signs and omens and let them dictate your choices. Okay. Remain vigilant about my current situation. Is the universe saying something that you're not hearing? Probably, right? Saying, stay vigilant. Stay very more, stay more aware because you haven't been. Pay attention to signs and omens. Um... And let them dictate your own choices. Well, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I mean, you can always let it like sink in and resonate, but maybe I th- there's, I think there's know. a message in the universe that you need to listen to, but that it's already been giving me. I just need mm-hmm. to list, pay attention, exactly. pay more attention. Exactly. Yes, right? yeah. yes. And stay aware. Like, oh, maybe it's being aware of the signs mm-hmm. around you, you know? Okay. Okay. My ma- my brain is reeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could pertain to this. It could pe- pertain might, to that. You'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, boom, the walrus. Oh, yeah, okay. the walrus. Okay. You know? You'll see her the in your nightmares. Fucking walrus. Okay, do you want to get... <laughs> do you? Do me. Okay. okay. Sarah's closing her eyes. She's calling on her ancestors, angels, and spirit guides. Yes. They are coming in. And Gigi is shuffling. And here we go. Yes, Gigi is shuffling. I'm going to do one more. Okay, yeah. one more, one more for... You got to just do what you... When you feel it's right, you know it's right, you know? So Gigi's spreading my legs. her legs <laughs> and the cards. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ooh. Okay, she drew. What okay, you got? What is that? The, the blue heron. Stop. Oh, now that is crazy. Oh my God. That's on the back of the uh, card. You know why oh, that's crazy? Uh, so why? when I was growing up, my mom worked in a bank and they always had these procedures just in case like a robber would come in or something and they had code names that they would say on the radio to find each other and her code name was blue heron stop yes that's so weird that is so what weird. is that mean is this your card i don't i, Maybe I this don't is know our i think it's just i think i was calling on my ancestors i'm kidding <laughs> i'm gonna projectile vomit honestly well let's share this let's one. share this one okay here we go okay make a stand for what you believe in okay. and do what feels right in spite of any judgment or disapproval from others okay okay That's my big, ancestors big. It's are giving telling authenticity, me. authenticity what you were saying it, earlier mm-hmm. right it's giving authenticity yes i love it wow, anything I else that, that you feel from that and i'm in blue mm-hmm. tea um mm-hmm. I just always feel this. I always feel a bit my whole life against the grain and kind Mm -hmm. of like, you know, I'm very opinionated or I believe what I believe. And, you know, some people don't like that. So I think it's just a reminder of keep doing you, you know, and it's working. I feel it's working. Well, Mimi, let's do you through the screen. Yeah. Okay. As best we can. Let's do it. I think my ancestors are already here. So here they come again. Oh, my God. That was exciting. Blue Heron. Blue Heron. Like imagine you need a blue, blue heron. heron. <laughs> blue heron, blue heron. There's a bombing in the bank. I'm just kidding. No, it's too much. It's too much. Blue heron, come blue in. Heron. Blue heron. Ten four. Ten, ten four. four. Blue heron. Do you need? Do you need a blue heron tattoo? Oh my god! Her Maybe first tattoo of life. It. I've been pressuring for years. I know. Oh my god. I, we will. We will this time after I mean, the pandemic. Look how I'm done. It is beautiful. It really is. You and know? I'm pretty sure they it's eat giving... snakes, and I'm wearing snake skin. But that's well, a whole okay. Thing. Now we're getting carried away. <laughs> that's a reach. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go like this okay. across the cards, and you tell me when to stop. Okay. okay. She's moving her fingers across the card, and and you gotta like call on a message. Mm-hmm. Everything she said. Okay, earlier. I'm ready. We're calling in your spirit guides. Here we go. Here they are, and stop. Right. I'm nervous. Roadrunner. Roadrunner. It's a bird. Wow. It's a bird again. Okay. Another bird. Okay. okay oh my god, runner. I love these oracle cards. Okay. 
keep your sense of humor and don't take things so seriously. Oh, wow. If anyone <laughs> needed to hear that. Oh, I love that. That is so you. Okay. I need, I need Oracle cards. You really I do. I need these messages in my life to keep me on the path, you know? They're just the best. You can do them every day. Just get your message in the morning, you know. Uh-huh. And I, I have all different like ones, and you can. I mean, I have too many, but <laughs> you just like pick whatever vibe you want. Like today, you were like animals is cute. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that because also I like these because they have the message on the card. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you pull the you card the instead then, of in the book. Yeah, instead okay. of in the book. Yes, because I actually lost the book to these. So. <laughs> As would I. You know that would happen. Thank you so much for chatting with us. We actually answer some questions that people call and ask in. Oh, Are you down cool. to stay and answer a few Hell questions? Oh yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Okay, we'll be right back with your queries. And we are back with Sarah Hudson. We just did our Oracle cards. Our ancestors are nice. still with us. And we are about to do our queries. And if you yes. want your queries answered, you can call us at one eight four four queries. That's Q U E E R Y S. Call and ask us anything, bitch. We all know the oracle cards know our ancestors know that you have a question, you need some advice, and you want to talk. You can remain anonymous; it's mm-hmm. totally fine. Or you can give where you're from, your age, your name, all that juicy stuff. But without further ado, let's answer our first query with Sarah Hudson. Love a query. Hi, Gigi and me. My name is Nicole. I'm from Maine. Um, I had facial feminization about eight months ago, and everything went well except for my nose. So I'm going to have to wait about another 10 months, hopefully, if the pandemic lets up by then, to get my nose revised. And I was wondering, how can I feel beautiful in between having going from a boxed nose to a fixed nose, how can I feel beautiful on the time in between that? And how can I focus on the things other than my appearance when it feels like I went through all that work just to have a procedure go wrong and I potentially look worse? I would really appreciate your input. I love the show and I've been a fan of Gigi for over a decade when I first started transitioning in middle school. I love you both. Bye. Nicole, thank you so much for that question. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um, I just want to say, listen, that what you went through is a major, major, major trauma. You don't have to, you know, I don't know. You don't have to tell yourself that it's okay. It's okay. Like, go through the emotions, go through the feelings. We know it's going to be fixed, but this is a major trauma. And I'm really sorry that this happened to you. And it's, I, I, I very rarely say this, but it's okay to feel this way right now because you need to feel these emotions and it's going to be better. It's going to get fixed. And for now, focus on the things that you love about yourself. What do you think, Gigi? I mean, I have several things to say. I feel very happy that she had her FFS, but as trans women and as people who as trans people who take the steps plastic surgery wise into our transition, it is a throw up. And I will say, you never know how something's going to turn out and you are the one that did it. So it's time for accountability. And also you're going to take the steps just like you did for the first FFS to change it in the future, because that's, what's going to make you happy. And I will say you said your nose might be botched. I'm sure it's not as bad as you are thinking. Everyone else is so much worried about themselves. And you will find that when you do get the nose of your dreams, when you do feel happy on your exterior, the inside still needs working. So take this time to really focus on these next 10 months, like you said, to work on the inside because the nose, it's just a nose. And guess what? We can contour that. We can make that look mm-hmm. fierce. We're trans women. It's what we do. So I, I have very high hopes for you. But in the for the most part, I'm really happy that you got your FFS. I mm-hmm. hope everything else looks great. Gigi, I, just personal question. You've had some surgeries where you did not like the results. And maybe I can say, like, for, for example, your breast implants. Like, what were you feeling in those moments when you were like, this is not what I want? And I need to go back again. Oh, God. I would literally just ignore it mm-hmm. fully. Like, it, I was never really, I felt botched to the point where it was 
disfiguring mm-hmm. to me. Um, and I can only imagine the way that that feels. But, you know, I would do all of the little smoke and mirror tricks. Mm-hmm. I would do the the double padded bra. I would do the, the cover up. And I just think the light at the end of the tunnel for me was this will get fixed. I will find a rhyme, the time, the reason to do so. Mm-hmm. And this is all just temporary. Just like we said in this episode, it's like mind over matter. And you're going to have the perfect nose. You're going to have the perfect everything and look back and be like, it wasn't that bad. So just nurture and love yourself because it's not the end of the world. I love that. Yeah. I even what you were saying, just working on the inside right now, you know, why are you great? Like, why are Mm -hmm. you are beautiful because you give love to others and you're authentically who you are Mm -hmm. and you're talented and just really working on that, too. And then, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll make you feel better. And honestly, yeah. nose jobs also, side note, take like a year to heal. So maybe you're going to end up loving your nose. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I love your nose. Yes. Give us an update, please. And we're rooting for you. Okay. Our second question. Here we go. Hi, Gigi. My name is Ridge. I just want to know how to acquire a Birkin bag. I want to be rich and powerful and have a Birkin bag. Thank you very much. Hi, Ridge. Um, you know, I would also like to end the answers to this question because I would also like a Birkin bag. Um, what do you think, Gigi? <laughs> I mean, I've been gifted all of mine, so I guess you're going to have to ask my husband. <laughs> okay. I mean, Get yourself a husband. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe that's my answer. Get yourself a husband. I mean, I, where there's a will, there's a way. Let me just say that. True. Sarah? I, you know put it on your wall like what Birkin bag do you want put it on your wall look at it every day this is my Birkin this is my Birkin and just manifest it make it happen oh my god I do that sometimes like I'll put it on my phone yeah if I want if I really want something like a car it's on my phone and it's my car and close your eyes and really feel what it feels like to carry your Birkin Delusions. Trust me. (laughs) Delusions for sure. And let me tell you, it feels fucking great. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Thank you, Ridge. I hope you get your birkin. I hope you get your birkin. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And what color do you want? I'm very invested now. (laughs) Okay, our last question. Here we go. Hey, my name's Tommy McDonald. I'm from Downers Grove, Illinois. Um, I, I was born, what some would say, male, and I'm really my feminine side has come through too much, and I just know I'm not a, I'm not a boy. I'm from a white suburban area with parents with really strong beliefs. I I don't know what to do. I'm helping you guys to help. Thanks. Go clear. Tyler, thank you so much for calling us. Uh, first of all. Thank you for being so brave and living your authentic life. Gigi, do you have any words for her? I mean, this is like a huge first step. I Mm -hmm. feel like thinking it, people think on things for so long before they like say them out loud. So even saying it out loud and like her calling us and like really leaving this voicemail is such a big step. Mm -hmm. So I feel like just really being easy on yourself. Like on a previous podcast, we talked about dropping the charges on yourself. Mm -hmm. And that really resonated with me. Like I I think that that all the time, right? Like it's like you have your inner saboteur, but also it's like you have your maybe more forward thinking self, not saboteur in the back back of your Mm -hmm. mind. It's thinking like this, I actually can't achieve this. But it's like you got to drop the charges on yourself saying you're not good enough. You'll never achieve this. Like you got to think about like the actual positive in it because you reaching out and doing this shows that you are capable. Mm -hmm. You know, it might not happen overnight, but also you don't want it to happen overnight. It's one of those things where it's like it's about the journey. It's about the, the struggles. It will make you stronger in the end. And if your goal is to fully go through with your transition, then you're going to have to be a strong bitch. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't take a little, a a little flip of a switch to be a trans woman, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I'm here for that, but I'm saying you're already showing signs of greatness. Mm -hmm. And I think just applaud yourself for that. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Also, too, I feel thinking of yourself as a little kid sometimes and talking to yourself, you know, we we are so hard on ourselves, but we need to talk to ourselves with more love and compassion and almost like our inner child. And, you know, how would you treat your inner child? Like, what would you say to yourself when you're little, you know? 
it's hard as we get older. We just we're like, you should be this way and you should do this and da da da. It's like we're still those mm-hmm. those sensitive creatures inside. So we lose that a yeah. lot, right? Mm-hmm. And like I feel like kids are just these like drunk, unapologetic little yeah. kids that just say and do whatever they want. They're falling all over. No ego. We're mm-hmm. just these little, you know, yes. creatures. Yeah. Um, I feel like you just acknowledged your childhood self and I feel like that's beautiful. Because people suppress that their whole lives. And also, I just want to say that she probably feels so alone. And this is so cliche to say, but you're not alone. There are people out there for you. You will find a family. In time, they will come. And this is just for now. This is only for now. And you're going to look back on this and maybe giggle someday. Definitely. We're going to giggle all together. And just we just went through a new year recently. Mm-hmm. So look how much has changed within a year and look how far you can go in a year. Next year, maybe you're going to be on hormones. Maybe you're going to be, you know, by your, your chosen name. Mm-hmm. Like it, big things can happen in a year. So so just take it easy and also go bitch. I really want to follow up. Also, uh-huh. I want to know her name. Thank you so much. And that's it. That's the podcast. Should we do one more reading with the fashion cards? Sure. I think we should. I mean, they're sitting right there staring at us. They're sitting right here. So these are fashion icons. Okay. That have a message. Okay, let's do one and let's do it for Gigi. Actually, let's, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. No, let's do all. Uh huh. (laughs) So she's shuffling. She's shuffling. Mm -hmm. Fashion cards that are pink on the back. Um, you also need to go on so good. Sarah's Instagram and see all her tattoos. They are amazing. I've My been looking at them. When I get them back. Mm-hmm. Oh, the nails, please. Okay, so I'm fanning them out for Gigi. We're calling in Gigi's spirit guides, mm-hmm. angels, asking for the fashion gods to give her a message. Um. Oh my God, Shia Pirelli. Ah! <laughs> Elsa Shia Pirelli. Wow, okay, so, so on trend. Oh, so I love this. The messages are so the little glasses are your attitude. Okay. Okay. So my glasses say be outrageous, be shocking, be a work of art. Fuck. Okay. Yes. Fuck yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Then the little shoe is your style. Okay. My shoe says dress to make others envious. Uh, honey. Uh, yep. You don't need 24 yes. You don't need anyone to tell you that. <laughs> and then the little thunder lightning thing is inspiration. Okay, it says true beauty never goes out of fashion and is always original. That is wow. so you. Big T. I'm dying. Right after our plastic surgery talk. <laughs> right. True beauty. <laughs> oh wow, I gosh. love this. Me I can't too. believe I got that. No, these are really cool, these cards. It's time I buy something Shia Pirelli then. It's time. <laughs> Do you want to go? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to shuffle for her. Okay, okay, here we go. Gigi is shuffling, calling in my spirit mm-hmm. guides. Do you want to give your outfit of the day, Gigi? What are you? What, to- what is the top? Um, I actually don't know the brand, but it's giving very um, my that '70s show. Is that what this show is called? Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. I need a cigar and like maybe like a shroom or two. I love it. <laughs> it's very '70s. And Sarah. And yes, I would oh, like yes. to shout out. Look at the under. Jeremy Scott. Um, for Adidas, is it? For Adidas. It's yeah, stunning. for Adidas. So fucking good. Shout out Jeremy. The underwire. I know. I Goodbye. love it. Oh, there is an underwire. Uh, it's a me. underwire yeah. crop top velour tracksuit yes. situation. Yes. Okay, here we we're go. Spreading, we're spreading. <sighs> Calling the fashion gods. Here we go. Interesting. Okay. Ralph. Laurent. A classic. I love Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Classic, which I like this for mm-hmm. me. You know, because I'm not that. She girl. is wearing Adidas. You know, <laughs> which is classic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the glasses is attitude. You don't have to ride a horse to be in the polo team. Because you rode dark horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I don't have to write, ride a horse to know how to write about a horses. Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow, this is, okay. this is eerie. Then the shoe is my style. Dress for your Oscars moment. Ooh, that's so funny because Ooh. actually lately I've been wanting to like wear more gowns. Mm. I don't know if I've actually ever seen you in a gown. Yeah, it's thinking been, about it. I don't think I've worn a gown in like I mean I can't even remember when. So well, I think it's time. tonight. We need a we need a reason tonight tonight <laughs> <laughs> tonight. 
Okay. And then inspiration, always go for gold. Obviously. I mean, she has a gold Goyard to the side right now. Yeah. Her purse, I mean, which a is weird. Gold Goyard? Uh huh. Have I seen that well, before? Let's get well, on, yellow. Let's get on oh, okay. Yellow. Yellow. <laughs> no, it's gold, guys. It's gold. For the listeners, it's gold. It's gold. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. All right, maybe you okay. want to go real quick. Okay. Here we my go. turn. Gigi is shuffling. My ancestors are coming to me. Okay. And stop. Ooh. Oh. What is it? I love this for you. Vidal Sassoon. <gasps> oh my God, how masculine. I'm giving masculine energy. So masculine. Okay, so your attitude. Okay. Your attitude is sculpt a new attitude by cutting a new crown. <gasps> Do you need a new hair? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that like definitely. Like a crazy hair. That's coming up. Um, sculpt or a like new blonder. attitude. Or um, like I'm getting a shag. I'm getting a shag moment. That moment. It's the very 70s. We'll see how it okay, goes. Okay, well, work. there it is. Okay. There it is. Okay, then your style. Here we go. Always make an effort. Always make... Is this shady? That's a shady is one. Is this shady? That, that is shady. Is shady. That is, is shady. But I feel like you do. I think you do, too. I mean, I try. I try. We try. She knows her uniform, mm-hmm. and she always looks correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. And then inspiration. A haircut can change your life. So that's the second what? time on the card it's telling you to take Honey. the scissors. Cut it. I think it Cut might it. mean something. Ma, I, I have think an appointment do it ready. tonight. Tonight. Or are you are, are you pro are you pro bush? Do you need to ch- trim down there where we can't see? Oh my god! Why are you have exposing you shaved me? in a while? We're in COVID. I am not shaving. Oh, that's <laughs> what I, we're talking about then. I am not pro bush. Oh, like, bush. No. I'm not either. Like okay. I respect you okay. if you are and do your thing, but like for me, it's the bush will never be on you me. and Same. on him. Uh. On him, I prefer like a trimmed, okay. you know, a clean. Groomed. Like, I'm just not a big bush okay, girl. I got I never it. have been. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Me neither. I'm into stripper. <laughs> plastic just looking. plastic. No yeah, pores. Barbie, yeah. No, yeah, nothing. A nothing. touch of pink, but the rest flush. <laughs> just all gone, baby. All gone, gone, honey. Yeah, Lasered yeah. off. <laughs> but if you're into a bush, work. You better work. Work your bush, baby. <laughs> Take it. Take it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us on Queerified today. That was so fun. So fun. Thanks for having me. Where can people find you? My Instagram, mm-hmm. really, it's um, Sarah with an H, mm-hmm. Hudson XX. And we didn't talk about this, but Levitating is back in the charts, baby. And guess who wrote <gasps> Levitating? Oh, my what? God. I this know. song with a mind of its own. Dua Lipa, Levitating. Go listen to if Levitating. If you haven't heard it, you're under a rock for sure. No, because if you haven't heard it, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's wild i i'm like i'm blown away by it by out of the woodwork it came back out of the woodwork you know why i think because christmas and a lot of like christmas songs were charting mm-hmm. and then like boom it just was back i was like what like it had hell? never really gone away but christmas happened mm-hmm. yes like christmas came in oh. and was like move over and then i think now christmas is gone and so. we're back She's back. back. I mean, Dua is another one. Oh, oh wow. What a superstar. Angel. 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 All right. Well, that was it for this episode of Queerify. Thank you guys for listening. And we love you, Sarah. Love you, Gigi. You've officially been Queerified. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks to our very special guest, Sarah Hudson. And thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Gigi Gorgeous and at Mark Maverick. As always, Queerified is a presentation of Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. Please listen, rate, and review. It helps us so much, and you might just hear your review on an upcoming episode. And follow all episodes, available now for free, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. You've just been Queerified. Stay gorgeous. Stay gorgeous.